two African guys that won the championship, share that with them. And, and I think of his dad and um, Pascal at Basketball Without Borders. A lot of people don't know that um, Pascal came to Basketball Without Borders in South Africa. Um, he had been admitted into pastoral school in Cameroon, and he only came to Basketball Without Borders to see his sister who lived in South Africa. And he was going to go back and go back to pastoral school. And all NBA, all All-Star, all everything, championship. And it's not stereotype championship of African waving the flag on the bench, yeah, scoring, contributing, yeah, doing everything, you know, uh, that you can think of. Uh, this. Again, I say to you guys that. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sports Ethos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And this is your host, Mr. El Hupo. And of course, I'm with Mr. AROD and Mr. Max Profit. You better pay me. And today is a very, very big day in Toronto Raptor land. And we have a lot to talk about. So let's one, two, three, go. What's up, boys? Boys, good evening. Shelly. Good evening. Well, <laughs> as you heard off the top on the intro, as everybody in the world, the basketball world knows, Pascal Siakam has been traded to the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Actually, before before we get into that, man, and before mm-hmm. we even bring up anything else, man, mm. um, I, I'm pretty shocked about the Golden State Warriors assistant coach passing away, man. Man, yeah, the, good that call. That shit is uh, ultimately extremely sad i don't yeah. know if these guys are around the dinner table with him out for lunch whatever i heard it was is. at the dinner table yeah but man i i can't imagine watching one of your boys just kind of croaking over in front of you no. that, that shit's scary so heart uh, attack man. prayers out to his family that's awful man and like it took a while for the to them to, for them to announce that yesterday man everybody was so fixated on the trade you know and then I'm glad actually, Ara, you did that. Yeah, That's yeah. a classy move. What you did, what you just did, right there. I think we should we should definitely have a have a moment here for anybody anybody that that happens to, but especially in the basketball community. Like they said, it's a big family, and even if we're not in the league, but we speak on it every you know every podcast. We're part of the family too, so. Um, you know that's a very sad situation, and uh, it was classy that they postponed those games as well. Yeah, uh, I sure. believe they postponed uh, two games. Now they're going to postpone tomorrow's game as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, there's not much you can say except it's a uh, you know you, you you wish the best to the family. You wish the best to uh, everybody involved. Um, so I send my best yeah. as well. But uh, on a I guess on another note, it was a big day, wasn't it? The, yeah. it just a mm-hmm. big day. Let's big. get right into it. It, it. Usually we do one word for the game, and we will get into that Miami game, but let's do one word for the trade. What was your first initial impression the moment you heard that the trade was going down and went down from Shans and Woj? A-Rod hit me. Can you? What was your first initial reaction? Uh, I was groggy, man. I woke up from a little nap. Groggy. I was a little bit tired. I saw the uh, the trade. I was kind of processing it, and I was just more like, uh, I want to say, underwhelmed. 
underwhelmed but accepting. <laughs> um, I mean, we've, we've talked a little bit in depth about how, you know, the 2024 draft class isn't exactly all that. I believe they got mm. two picks from that and then one from the 2026. Three first-rounders and one second-rounder. Yeah. yeah. I, I You know, I think we got a, a fairly decent haul. Um, I felt like last year when Pascal was peak value, it would have been even better. I think so, too. But we kind of got, you know, basically what we could uh, get out of this right now. And, you know, I love Bruce Brown. I, you know, I've been on here talking about when I went to that Nuggets game last year, I was, like, really surprised at how good this guy was. Yeah, very, very he's impressive. a dog. I'm glad he's on the team. I don't know if he'll end up staying. I'm not Does quite sure, of, like, like what the fit is. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope he is. But, I mean, yeah, just yeah, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of glad that it was done, but underwhelmed overall. Yeah. What about you, Max? What, what was your first initial impression, vibe, feeling from when the tree went down? Um... A little relief, mm. and then uh, it was like a pause. I had to find out, like you know, who was this dude, and and then Bruce Brown, and then the draft mm. picks. Mm. I tried to get some, some more info on like what exactly what draft picks we were getting and all that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, overall, um, I like the trade. I like that we um, have fully transitioned into the Scotty Barnes era. I like that um, we have a dog in, um, what's that, Bruce Brown? Bruce Brown, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, watching he's a Bruce. Dog. Yeah, I've been watching Bruce Brown from when he was in Brooklyn. And um, all those guys got injured and he got a whole bunch of playing time. I was just watching yeah, yeah. this dude out of nowhere playing amazing. Like He played really, really, really good in Brooklyn. And then mm-hmm. he kind of went under the radar for a little bit and then he popped back up in the playoffs at Denver. Mm-hmm. And and showed improved, got his money, and so now he's on the Raptors. So I'm really happy about that. You know, like uh, yeah. regardless of whether we trade him or you just play him out for the rest of the season, I think that's a good move right there. The three draft picks, I'm happy about that. Yeah, I agree with you fully. I have a, a few points on the trade. I think that are positive. I think one is that the uh, the flexibility that the Raptors gained from this move getting those picks, which I doubt they're going to go into the next draft with all of those picks. Uh, Masai said today in his presser that most likely there's more to come. There's more trades to come, right? So when I think with... um, I look at it, too, of what we have on the roster. It's almost like we gained a Jonte and a Grady Dick. The last game you saw Grady, it almost was like he took, he exhaled. He was breathing. He was playing a little bit, right? So it's almost like we gained those two boys through this trade as well because Jonte he was bubbling a little bit well, white tea he was he was bubbling a little <laughs> bit and then, and then boom you know he's 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 filling in and I heard did you hear on the broadcast because for everybody listening right now Chicago's we're, Raptors are still playing Chicago as we speak but Bruce Brown came in and dropped 10 G's 10 K on a uh, on Jonte for his number, so that that's why Jonte is number 34 now oh, okay he his number yeah 10 okay. G's for that number you think um, he asked for that, or you think uh, Bruce the, Brown just dropped that on him? Bruce Brown asked him, asked him, and then said, "No, I mean the, the you, 10 Gs, 10 K." Oh, oh, okay, I don't okay. Know. I guess he just offered 10 K, and then yeah, John I'm, like, I'm, yeah I'm thinking, I'm thinking that he just sort of like said, "Hey, here's 10 K for the number." Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, I'm gonna end it at that. I mean, it was a, it was a um, turbulent, turbulent season so far because every everybody with a, any thought knew that this was coming 
mm-hmm. it's just the more it dragged on, I think the more, you know, it was just going to sour the team out and it had to happen. And I'm glad it happened the way it did and the flexibility that the Raptors gained through this trade to go into this trade deadline and go into uh, the offseason, uh, you know, it, it, it bodes well for the future and that's the way I see it. So um, I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to jump on that trade, but uh, it, it, and also, what is your favorite Pascal memory? If you could remember one Pascal memory um, from his career here as a Raptor, where would that be? Do you have one? I don't have a specific. I don't have a specific memory, but I remember when he first started to get that spin move going, and it became mm. <laughs> like a thing. At first, it was seemed like is he throwing that on purpose, and then uh, <laughs> and then he started getting good at it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh. I, that's sort of like my favorite memory of Pascal, him developing that that um, that patented move, you know. Yeah, yeah, and him coming up with with the young guys, with the the bench mob. Yeah, and, with uh, uh, with Fred Van Fleet and them, that was fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was you know it was. It was good to see. It was it's the growth from within. So it's the it's the development. It was the proof show and prove that the Raptors are very good at that. So we're know, the when, best when at it. Hit, they hit. Sorry, yeah. Miami. We're the best at it. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. But uh, I think we should give him a big salute and wish him. You know, we only yeah, wish him yeah. well. We only wish him well 100%. out there. And I mean, these two guys right here. For people just listening uh, to the video, we got a sheesh, picture here: sheesh, Pascal sheesh. and Halliburton. That's gonna and be a problem. Oh my goodness, these two! Stay healthy, boys. Stay healthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we called it. We called it first episode of this year. Who we say was gonna win the NBA championship? <laughs> Indiana Pacers. <laughs> first episode. First thing we said: Who you got to win it? By Indiana Pacers. That was that game they blew out Washington, man. Then they dropped like 150 <laughs> on them. Yeah, we were so so high. We're like, oh, the Raptors, man. We're gonna sneak into maybe third or fourth. <laughs> uh, Detroit beat the Detroit beat the Wizards the other night. So, I, you know, beating the Wizards ain't no nothing to brag about. Yeah. You know what I loved about that? On a side note, all mm. that shit Kyle Kuzma was talking, where he was like, "You can't be the team that loses to them," and then he, and then his team yeah. goes and loses to the Pistons. That was <laughs> great. Guys, I actually man. enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. The basketball gods are Kuzma, always listening. Yeah. Why is Kyle Kuzma saying anything? Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, let's jump into the the, the most recent game, which was, uh, as like I said, the Raptors are playing the Bulls as we speak, and we'll speak on that um, uh, in the future. But uh, the Raptors came in after that trade and absolutely just went on an emotional tear in that first half. They, they played the Miami Heat were in town and Raptors yeah. won the game 121 to 97. They rode that high that first half. Just man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was beautiful to see. There was one sequence I saw there where everybody touched the ball. It was, it was around the three-point line. It was like bang, 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 yeah. boom. It was beautiful. What would you guys see and what was the vibe you came out of that with um, from that game? A-Rod hit me. Definitely, you know, development of IQ, handling mm-hmm. the ball more. I think he got five assists in the first quarter. I mean, yeah, he was he looking could, nice. He couldn't uh, miss. You know, RJ, RJ is getting better looks now with the spacing, mm. kind of partially solved with Pascal gone. Mm. If you take a look at RJ's shot charts, especially over the last 10 games, it's either being the key or the three-point line. There's no like in between. No, I think maybe one game he had like one mid range shot maximum, but it's very much like Harden and Houston kind of era. 
So it'll be interesting now that Pascal is gone. He's going to have more space to operate in. I think IQ handling the ball more will be better for the team. Uh, I'm interested to see how the offense looks. I still don't think this is a done team. No. Uh, but it'll be it'll be more entertaining. It'll be better basketball than what we were watching over the course of the first 30 games. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. yeah. 100%. What'd you see in that game, Max? Was there anything that stuck out to you um, watching that one? Uh, oh, yeah. The, the three. The three, the three, the three. Man, Thank we got to get more three-point shooters, and we got to focus mm. on hitting those threes. I think we're a very good team when we're hitting our threes. Um, we got the rebounding. We got the size. We have the speed. But yeah. if we're not hitting our threes, we are so, like, below <laughs> average type. Like, man, we suck when we're not hitting our threes, bro. It's, yeah, it's very, very watch. disturbing. It's, it's, it's like the – we're like yeah. a light switch, our team. And we got a huge hole at center. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're a work in process. But the process is building around Scotty. And, and I, I just sort of like how we have a, uh identity now. And we're just going to continue to refine that and get better. Yeah, like literally, Masai, we've, we've spoke on it before. We had a whole episode where, where we mm-hmm. said that Scotty was a made man. But he's officially now a made man after mm-hmm. that trade Masai was like yeah listen he brought him in you know brought him into the coffee shop say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Espresso. have a yeah, shot yeah. of this real good stuff yeah, here. Yeah. listen Scotty it's your team now it's your mm-hmm. fucking team now I'm mm-hmm. gonna build it all around you Scotty you're a winner you're a winner you know he gave him that yeah like a made speech, guy gets you know? made yeah. like a made guy gets made the mob knows, the streets know, but then there's a certain point where, okay, everybody knows. The, the newspapers, knows. the police, the, the, the fans, the whatever, <laughs> the fans, everybody the knows. Fans. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. This is Scotty. Scotty's in this night now. He's like, he's showing up at the court with the uh, suit, you know? Yeah. The photographers are there, you know? Yeah, like John Gotti going to court. Yeah, time to beat yeah. another charge. Let's go, Bam. baby. <laughs> beat, beat another charge, exactly. <laughs> and like I said earlier, it opened up some things for Grady. It was good to see Grady the other day. You see that, that 360 pass, he had that bing, bang, boom. Yeah, like, yeah. man. So as long as he, I think he's just in his own head and he's just kind of. Yeah, he's, he's, tight. Just, he's tight. He's tight. He's too tight right now. Exactly. But I think we he, drafted the right kid, but we just, it's a new era. We can't even be too hard on these kids when it comes no, to like. no, no, no. no. We don't even know how to, like, like you know, it's a different era. You're absolutely right. And Masai actually brought that up in his presser today. It is a different era. Um, you know, Scotty's ready to win now. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids want to win now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he brought up a good point. It's like, listen, yeah, it's a reset. It's a rebuild. But do we have the patience to do a proper five, what it used to be, a five to six year rebuild? There's no, I don't think there's patience for that. No, 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 says, no, no, no. You know, no, exactly. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, there has to be, though, man. Like, people got to understand that you, it's hard enough to make a finals, let mm-hmm. alone win it. And you got to be good oh, and man. you got to be we lucky. Know that. You know, we oh, yeah, we both in those years. So, like, yeah, just, we probably been going back it, to the man. finals for a while. You yeah, know. And that's that's okay, man. Just enjoy the process and, like, yes. try and get, you know, more out of these guys. Watch them grow. It'll be nice. You know, we got rid of the old era because clearly yeah. the old era wasn't good enough to even be remotely in contention. No. You know no. what I mean? So, like, let's just enjoy it for what it is. Who cares if they win 30 games or, like, 25 or whatever. As long I as, care. I but, care. I'm just saying, as long as they get better <laughs> nightly and then the next year that they're even better, then, hey, it's good. I'm actually with you with you on that one, A-Rod, 100%. Enjoy the ride because you know that who's 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 a, who's 
basically heading the ship and captaining the ship knows what they're doing. It's not like I don't, I, I trust Masai. I trust the front office. I trust what they're doing. And he's just too emotionally attached to not do it right. He knows what he's doing. So now his guy is Scotty. It's fully fledged. Like you said, and the media knows now. Everybody knows now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is Scotty Barnes' team now. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we're going to build every single little piece around you, Scotty. So let's win. And it may take a while, but listen, enjoy the ride. Because it's happening quick. His development is quick. His team is also, I think, going to develop quick around him as well. I don't think it's going to be a five to six year thing, but we'll see. We'll see. I think our question now is, like, do we have the right coach? I just well, we, we gave him, we gave him his team, so now it's his turn, right? Like it's I, not, it's not older players. This is all your guys now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we consulted with you before we brought in all these guys. So everybody on the team is now your player, and we can judge him properly. But I, I've got no pressure on the coach. We give him a whole two years before we fire this dude. Did, <laughs> did you see that clip that from yesterday after the coach, the coach passed away? Yeah, yeah. They, they were yeah, boys, yeah. That was great what he right? did. He, when the first, the first play? play of the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. was was uh, one of his plays. So very very cool, very very cool. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of the the triple double that Westbrook got when Nipsey Hussle died. Oh man, he did the two 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 for the for the sixty. Man, and uh, that was very like when you can do stuff in basketball and salute somebody yeah. like that. That is very very well, cool. Kind of another little <laughs> side story. You remember when Chris Paul's grandfather died? And I think his grandfather oh. passed away at sixty-one, and uh-huh. he had a and he had a chance to set the when he state was in record. New Orleans. No, no, no. In no high school. When was that? Oh, in high school. okay, okay. So oh, he had a high chance, school. Okay. He had a chance to set the state record for points. So he was at the line for two, and I think he had sixty, and he hit the first one. His grandfather passed away at sixty-one, and he just missed the second one purpose. Aha! Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, that's that. That's that cool stuff right there. I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love sports, man. That's mm-hmm. why I love basketball. It's right there. It's it's those little stories like the the Mitchell Robinson story you said about yeah, his high yeah. school coach. It's it's stuff like that that just makes everything just fine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. God, well, I love that shit. It's it's a way to get um, some of that energy off your chest for sure in a good in a good positive way for sure. Yeah, man. Oh, basketball not, was there yeah. when I was at my lowest. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. basketball. All I needed was my shoes, my ball, and a rim. That's it. That's all I needed. Anyways, uh, yeah, man. So we can get out of that game. And, uh, please you know, do. <laughs> please <laughs> do. Man. But speaking of which, so <clears throat> I, I told you boys I fell, right, when I was running, right? First time uh-huh. in like 3,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. kilometers, right? And it's not healing, right? I, 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 I went to Loblaws. I went to the No Frills. And I went to the, uh, these little shops. Right there. I'm like, excuse me, you got any, like, something like polysporin for... Uh, to, you know, get rid of some of this infection I got on my knee for my cut. No, I can't. Not really. So you guys know of any supplement shops that may have some uh, healing ointments? Max, Wait, you know it, man. You know it. Popeye so, supplements. Let's go, Popeye's. <laughs> Popeye supplements. <laughs> well, as you know, that means this is another segment of this or that. Brought to you by Popeye's Supplements, which is funny. I ordered my protein, not to put them on blast, but I ordered my protein. And usually I get it the next day or the day of, right? But they, you know we had that little tiny little snowstorm last Friday? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't bit. deliver it, and they said due to in, 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 uh, terrible weather, basically, right? So I called them right on Monday, and they're like, oh, no, no, we'll get it to you. 
didn't get it Monday, didn't get it Tuesday. I'm like, listen, I called the lady. I'm like, listen, I shout you guys out on my fucking podcast. Where's my, <laughs> where's my fucking protein? Because if I don't get my protein today, guess who's not on my podcast anymore? <laughs> so you know what she did? She sent it in an Uber. She's wow. Popwise customer service. Let's go. Man, Let's shout go. out to Shanna. Look at that. Her name is Shanna at the uh, the flagship Popeyes at basically yeah. Young and wherever that is. And mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Shanna for doing that. That that's was like cool. a that's like a Lynn Sanity thirty eight of the yeah. customer service world, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what I said. She's like, I've never done this before. I'm sitting in the Uber. I'm like, listen, Shanna, that is cool as shit. Thank you. And she goes, Very I threw cool. in a, a water bottle and a t-shirt. I'm like, thank ah, you, thank above you, and thank beyond. Above and beyond. I like that. All right, so let's get into it. We'll do this one for Shannon. <laughs> this one's for <laughs> you, Shannon. Thank you for my vanilla PVL whey protein. Um, first one we're gonna jump into is a fight, and this one is this one is gonna be a lot of fun. So we're gonna stay in Miami. We're gonna take an old Miami, Miami dude, and we're gonna face him up against somebody who I think might be able to give him a shot. So in this corner we got Chris Bosch. Oh, Chris Bosch. Oh man, you just had to choose that one. <laughs> Chris Bosch. This is a this is a fight we're doing right here. Or this, this is, is a, fight? a fight. This is the fight. Okay, so just double checking. Just double checking. Chris Bosch. film, man. <laughs> Chris Bosch versus our very own Max Profit. Look at Max Payne. Look what I found. I dug that one up, Max. For those just listening, I popped up Max P, one of the greatest legendary, great, and I'm not even trying to guess him up. This is one of the greatest legendary underground uh, rappers in all of Toronto. And I have a picture. I did a show with him a long, long time ago. This is over 25 years old, maybe this picture that I just popped wow. up here. And I found it in a photo album. That's a real picture right there. One of those, you know, yellow cameras. That's a great picture, man. Yeah. um, (laughs) So we got Max P, Max Profit versus Chris Bosh in a street fight. (laughs) A-Rod, who you guessing? Max in that picture looking like the kind of guy who knows life or death situations. That's what I'm saying. So if he sees Chris Bosh coming with that champagne and that open mouth, yeah. Uh, he knows you gotta you gotta finish wah, the deal, man. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. And it's funny in that picture, you call cash. Uh, cash is right beside you too. Oh uh, man, yeah. I haven't seen Cash in a minute. Where is that dude? I don't know. He was supposed to be in the fantasy league, and he wouldn't answer my he wouldn't answer my texts, my calls, nothing. I don't know where he's at. So, anyways, Cash, if you're watching this, uh, man, reach out, buddy. But reach out. So you got one zero for Max P. Yeah, this is the Chris Bosh. You guys know my opinion on Chris Bosch, right? I just want to see his ass get whooped by Max P right here. Just, like you said, you I'll hit the iron. I'm gonna give you a spoon. I'm gonna give you a fork. I'm gonna give you a knife. I'm gonna give you stones. I'm gonna fill up a sock full of rocks. And you're just, I appreciate right, it. Smash, smash, get this guy out of here, man. Max P. I got a couple of stories about Chris Bosch. since you know he's local. Spill it. Um, I was in a one of a clothing store. One of those gear shops right across the street from Eaton Center um, mm-hmm. on, um, what oh, is that, Stratham? What was that, Stratham? What's the street where you go into the underground? Oh, yeah, yeah, Strong. Yeah, I'm talking about Rockwell. I'm talking about Rockwell. I'm strong. I mean, used to drive around the block with that sign on the stupid truck. So I was in there. Oh, wait a minute. Rockwell was the next one on the other side of the street. Yeah, this one is like um, like a little boutique type spot that was only there for a little bit. 
It wasn't mm-hmm. Rockwell. Rockwell's legendary though. Yeah, in the alley. Yeah. Yeah, in the alley. <laughs> there was a, there was a barbershop right around there too. Yeah, uh, Rockwell anyways. is legendary. This mm-hmm. one was right on the on the street corner, right um at Strawn and and um and Young right there. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in there looking at some clothes and I see a, a shorty with a real fat ass, super, super fat, like mm-hmm. not local type, you know? Like a like a hippo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like uh, I found out she was from Houston later on, but at the moment I was just like, "Wow!" And so I'm, you know, I'm trying to run my game on her, and and um, I struck out, but it was a light strikeout, whatever. Yeah. And the, so when she walks out, and uh, she hops into a a big old Benz, Ooh. you know, yeah. like, and uh, the dude at the that works at the store was like, "Yo, that was uh, that was Chris Bosch's girl right there." And I was like, oh, oh, snap. You didn't tell me? And I was like, no, I wanted to see if you was going to get through. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I I gave him my shot. I gave him his shot. his girl, yeah. Oh, man. We used to see Chris Bosh in the club back when he was first going to the club. Like, because he, you know, he got drafted here. So he first started going out to the clubs. We used to see him. And he was nervous as a hooker in church. I was going to say, he's an awkward yeah. Awkward as hell, but we always mm-hmm. made sure that we let them know, hey, hey, just hang over here in this corner. You'll be all right. And yeah. then, you know, once he knew that whatever the goons in the club or whatever were cool with him, he got mm-hmm. real comfortable. And so he was one of those guys, real yeah. nervous and then real comfortable. You know, yeah. Chris Bosch is a scary, scary dude. No threat. No threat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Chris Bosch is Chris Bosch. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that era, that Chris Bosch era, when we were like before we were good, before we were like it was a strange era, yeah, strange era, man. (laughs) Glad, glad we got to witness it though. As, (laughs) as more lore to the Raptors story. (laughs) (laughs) The the different type of struggle that that Chris Bosch era. (laughs) Well, let's get into um, let's get into this here. So I went into the music of Miami, which is a lot of fun. We've done it actually already, so. but uh, I dug a little deeper and I found out one piece here that I had no idea he was from Miami. So what we're going to do here is in their heyday, who partied more, okay? So okay. we're going to go first things first. We're going with the two live crew. Hey, hey, oh, hey, legends. Way. Legends. As it's, it's nasty like you, as they you gotta go. Uh, you got to go NWA and Run DMC to Man. get more legendary than these guys. Man. So we got two live crew. Who do you think party more? Two live crew, or I had no idea he was from Miami, but Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison is from Miami. That's what I'm saying. I did one of my favorite rock stars ever, ever. Shout out to Val Kimner, man. That that Doors movie is amazing. Amazing. So who do you think party more? What do you think, Binge? Look at this. Who do you think think party? Who do you think party more? We got Jim Morrison, or two live crew oh wow this is hey, like a wow. great a great one, matchup man, man. this is a great good yeah. work po this is a great matchup yeah yeah i know i know this is tough right i still don't know my answer i don't <laughs> so, know either man i might stay undecided all right, right. Hey, right. hit me hit me right who do you got two live crew all right or jim morrison i'm gonna go jim morrison man whoa hey. i'm gonna go jim morrison man I, I gotta go for him yeah you gotta go you gotta go with the Doors lead, huh? Yeah. He's seen some shit, this guy. All right, so one zero, Jim Morrison. Who do you got, Max P? Oh man, 
That's I have tough. to go with two life. I have to go with two life. Oof. Because go that's just that's, that's you know those guys are like our uncles and and stuff. Like come on, yeah, man. Like, yeah. Those guys ra- They literally raised us. Like literally, you know. <laughs> and um, but shout out to Jim Morrison because that scene in the Doors movie, they must have got it from a real a real scenario. Where like he's got the two girls giving him head at the yep. same time while he's recording. While like, he's recording, legendary. Like anybody who's ever recorded music ever, that's just a legendary heroic, heroic moment in history, right? Because you think about it, you're like, could I get through the verse? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You, everybody. Or could I them, get through what I'm trying to do? Automatically put yourself in that spot and say, yeah. hey, you know, it's great. I personally <laughs> think I could. <laughs> I think I could find a way to get through. <laughs> Kind of reminds me of uh, he got game on the Ferris wheel. Oh, <laughs> man. Jesus Shuttlesworth. Well, I'm going to uh, Man, okay. So, oh, see, I was just thinking, who, who do I got? Because Two Life Crew, come on, man. Like, my God. These guys had some days and nights. <sighs> All right. Rap was well, different, man. Rap was like a, a band thing. Like, you, yeah, like exactly. Records, man, it was crazy. Like, Two Life Crew, I mean, um, what's his What's his name? Uh, from Memphis, they were they went through a similar thing, but Two Live Crew was crazy. Two Live Crew was crazy. So I'm gonna have yeah. to go with I'm gonna you know what I have to go with Jim Morrison just because okay. anybody anybody that has a song that just like yeah, my man. fire like come on man Great come song. on man like come on baby no, come on <laughs> like no no you 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 know. <laughs> You have a song like that, like it's game over. It's like Johnny Cash, and when we had Johnny Cash versus whoever it was, it doesn't even matter who it was against. Johnny Cash <laughs> wins. All right, Jim Morrison wins. Like, cause the thing with him was, is that he was so high, and so gone, and so into his music that he, I, I believe, he was in, living in the future and the past at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary so, rock star. Like legendary. legendary. He was in the para like what was that show Stranger Things? Like he probably was in that spot. That yeah. that Stranger Things spot. The, the under thing, whatever, right? So two girls, it was probably twenty. Who knows? You know Man. what I mean? Like who knows? Miami so, though. Miami yeah, though. Miami. In the late so, in the oh mid to late eighties. Oh, oh my goodness. My the Pablo powder was still fresh and clean. All the, my I mean, goodness. they didn't even they didn't even change the drug laws yet. Like you no, could, you could no. be you can get caught with all kind of work. Might might do sixteen years and come right out of jail and do it again. Do it again and do it again. It was wow. a wild time that two live crew era. Yeah, exactly. So, but I'm gonna have to go. Like I said, I'm going with Jim Morrison. Like just. Just, just on the fact alone. Yeah, I mean, he's a legend. Come on, so two one for Jim Morrison. Come on, um, but uh, but all due respect, like a, a big salute to Two Live Crew and Luke. Uh, that's uh, come on, you know it was a tough matchup. It was mm-hmm. a tough matchup. All right, I got another. I got another fight. I got another fight, and I just want to because I forgot. I didn't know what I was gonna do with him. I'm like, oh, I forgot about you. And then I was gonna do a shout out to the one guy, and I'm like, why don't I put him up in a fight and see where we go? Because we usually don't do two fights, but in this corner we got Birdman, Chris oh. Anderson. Yeah, he found himself in some trouble too. I forgot about that, he but got out of it, we don't. Though. Did he? Okay. Yeah, he got out of it. I think because. Uh, from what I remember, and I think the girl rec- recanted and said she tried oh, to frame wow. him. She said she tried to frame him. Oh, Skins really? beef. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Those are complicated beefs right there. 
Yeah. yeah. So Chris Anderson, we got the Birdman, hit him up against the king, the king of the Miami Heat, Udonis Haslam. Udonis Haslam, about to get his jersey retired. Man, well not deserved. Even close, man. No, Haslam's I know. One of those guys that's just like beat your ass. Yeah, he's he's Miami like lore. This guy's been on the bench for how many years now? I never understood him. it. I never understood it, but hey, that's a Miami thing, you know. Yeah, that's their yeah. guy. That's their guy. So that's, that's no their question. guy. Didn't he come in and drop like twenty seven? Where? It, when? It has him. I swear to God, he dropped like twenty seven in his last season. I hope I so. I do not remember that. Not one bit. He came in and he. Uh, he, dropped, he yeah, it, I swear they played him one game because like everybody was out that. or whatever. Not one bit. <laughs> I, I do before as you're looking up those stats. I no, do. Okay, wanna, okay. Huh? Last game of the season, they played Orlando. He yeah. played uh-huh. 24 minutes and dropped 24 points. That was his wow. last game. Yeah, last game. Man, look at that's that. That's wild. So it shows you, man. He he was ready for that. He wanted that smoke for Orlando one last time. He was. He, he had a whole lot of time to prepare for that, yeah. that game. I tell you. Let's that. give him a big <laughs> shout out, though. Uh, Donis Haslam. He's one of those guys. <laughs> shout out to Donis a gangster. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Like you, yeah, like yeah, that's the guy. All right, last thing here on. Uh, I want to give a shout out. I was doing my research on the Miami Heat and old old Miami Heat, and one name popped up. I'm like, yeah, I remember that name, and I did a little bit more research on him. And shout out to all my Lebanese friends out there, Ronnie Cycli. Hey, Ronnie Cycli. Wow, That's I didn't amazing. realize Ronnie Cycli is Lebanese. Is Lebanese and was the not only is he Lebanese, but he was the first Lebanese basketball player ever to play in the NBA. That's awesome. Okay. That's Ronnie very, very cool. Man, for the didn't Miami even know he was Lebanese, but hey, that's great. Yeah, that's very, I didn't very know cool. that either. Super yeah. cool. He just, Ronnie his Cycli. name and his look reminded me, he looked like, I thought he was from Brooklyn or something like that. Yeah, Ronnie Cycli looked like he had like four clubs in Miami and about, <laughs> you know, eight, 18 baby mamas. And just, he, he, he looked like kind of like the basketball version of Dan Marino. Like he was very... <laughs> Very like Miami is so right for you. The, the chest hair. I mean, this dude was this dude yeah. was Miami just, all yeah. the way. <laughs> I can picture him wearing one of those rings. You know, that's like a double ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, <laughs> uh, I bet you him and Riley had some nights. Huh? Riley like, for I'm sure. take you out of the town and boom. <laughs> ended up. What's that club called down there that you always hear people go to? Live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah. one of those clubs? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah Ronnie Cycli, DJ. Ronnie Cycli. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. So that. Mr. Miami, I like that. <laughs> well, that was another episode of This or That brought to you by Popeye Supplements and Shanna for getting my protein delivered to me in an Uber and with a t shirt <laughs> and a new water bottle. Thank you, Shanna. So big Thank shout you. out to you. Thank Papa you. Papa Things, Elastic and Plastic. Supplements. Okay, let's go around the NBA. I've got one note, and I want you guys to throw some at me, but I saw something yesterday. I saw something that I just found so stupid, but so hilarious that I just didn't want to forget. I even wrote it down. I'm like, I got to bring this up to the boys. DeAndre Ayton yesterday missed his game because of ice ice (laughs) sheets. Yeah. Because there was ice... On mm-hmm. his streets, in his neighborhood, he couldn't make the game. Portland Trailblazers sent people. They sent people from the team to pick him up. But nope, he couldn't. You know, I can't go outside. I can't do it. He, he wouldn't leave because of ice sheets in his neighborhood. I don't know what neighborhood this man's living in. I understand Portland's probably not ready for that kind of winter. 
Mm. You know, they're more probably more uh, rain efficient. But Portland, Portland can handle some snow. And I know, ice but it is, it is crazy, man. man. That was funny. I seen but that too. I started laughing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke at first until I seen, you know, they have like the Daily Fantasy on Twitter. Yeah. And they were like, DeAndre Ayton, probable for Friday, ice melted. And then I realized <laughs> it, it's not a joke, you know, like. <laughs> oh, man, DeAndre. Okay, what about you guys? So anything else around the league right now that's, that, uh, that you've noticed? Positive or negative? Uh, all-star voting. Yes. It's been pretty interesting to see that. Um, yes. Some guys are going to feel like they definitely got shafted. I can't remember exactly what the um, what the ratio is and like how it's weighted towards mm. fans and coaches and players. But some of the guys, man, it's like Austin Reeves. Austin yeah. Reeves got like 300,000 votes or something, man. He got more... Like I think he has more votes than Bancaro or like something weird like that. I can't I can't remember exactly who it was, but it was just weird. Like that guy's just been doing nothing all season. But you, you know, Lakers fans go out in droves. They vote for him. It would is you what call it is. him Hillbilly Kobe? I love yeah, Hill. Yeah, uh, no, that's his name. That's I didn't, I didn't call him that. That's his, <laughs> that's his nickname. <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Hillbilly Kobe, just snake handler. <laughs> oh, man. And how Scotty is not on on. I mean, I get the yeah, record. I get I get where the Raptors are at, but that's just crazy. Like, oh, so how does the voting work? Is it like still where the the you get voted for the starting line, and then the coaches pick the reserves, or is it the whole no, team gets voted now? I think it's weighted like forty percent or sixty percent is the fans votes. And then the others are like split between twenty twenty or whatever it is. Writers and that's for the whole too. And that's and for the whole team or just the starters? Just the starters. Okay. And so the, the starters. And then the coaches pick the reserves, right? I think yeah, eventually they do end up picking the reserves based on guys' availability. Which Scotty will make that. But yeah. no, doesn't uh, doesn't Adam Silver pick the reserves? Like for the for the guys know. that got injured? Yeah. I think Ooh, he I, do, I think he does the the last minute replacements. Hmm. I don't know. Well, well, yeah, for, for injuries, for injuries, last yes. minute replacements, yeah. But I'm just talking like the you got the starting lineup that gets voted yeah. for, and then the reserves usually get picked yeah. by the coaches, right? I, I think that's it. I can't remember exactly, but I just know the the voting so, looks off, man. Like, yeah, but you can't really pay too much attention to the voting because that's always a popularity contest. I remember yeah. Grant Hill for three years didn't even play; he used to get voted uh, starting on the yeah, All Star yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, bro. Austin Reeves, get out of here. You know yeah, I mean? no, come on, Austin Reeves, come on. <laughs> So yeah, and then LeBron gets like six million votes because he's he's probably hired bots <laughs> for sure. And people who just LeBron people bots. who just uh, who, who love him, people who love him, do it with all the like. LeBron's got fans who ride for him now, you know. Yeah, no. You, you know what made me laugh? Speaking of LeBron, you guys just had to bring this up. I was watching the game last night with uh, what was it? USC and um, who were they playing? Yeah, he uh, kind of showed out remember. a little bit, didn't he? No, no, his son was playing okay, right? Yeah. And they're like, how's USC playing? And USC was down by like 18 at this point. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, oh, they're playing well. Like, no, they're not, man. Uh, what are you talking about? Like, uh, what are you talking about, yeah. LeBron? Just like, uh, just like having that first page open on that book and taking oh, yeah, yeah. like 18 pitches <laughs> acting like acting like you read the autobiography of malcolm x man stop yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, they're playing Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. That's what they're playing, man. Uh, LeBron faking it a three out of zero. But do your thing, bro. <laughs> campaigning and champagning. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I'm so done with this dude, man. It is time to retire, man. You gotta go. Like I can't handle even seeing like I, I just he everywhere does feel I like go. Old man at the party, bro. He does feel oh, like an old man, man at like, the party. Let me pose this question, right? Because like. Yeah. As much as you love to like guys too, at the same yeah. time, right? You you love to hate on people as well too, right? Because it makes sports fun, right? So LeBron is like a very easy guy to like just dislike for a numerous amount of for reasons. For me, I like to hate on certain guys, but LeBron, I just don't like. Okay, but like my yeah. question is, when he's gone, right? Who are the next more like hateable dudes in the league? There's not going to be anybody. LeBron's a long, long Man. time. That LeBron hater. level. Yeah. This guy got, he got like goons working for him. Like, who's going to do it like LeBron, you know? <laughs> nobody. I can't, there's nobody in all of sports in general. I'm talking He's like, like a new phenomenon. Climbing, tennis, like everything. I can't I've never think seen anybody. somebody like that's an athlete, but they're yeah. like, you know, he has a machine like, like Trump does or Biden or somebody. Yeah. Like he has people out here campaigning. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Make the LeBron's machine. Again. Is, is different. Like Jordan was one thing because people were just like in love with the guy. But mm -hmm. LeBron's machine is like, yo, you, you are going to love me no matter what. He has his own <laughs> algorithm. You know yes. what I mean? Like he has yes. his own algorithm. And if you even step one big toe into that pool, your entire <laughs> internet changes. Like I had to, I had to step off and just type in cats dogs for like a week yes. just to so clean to up my computer out. from yes, LeBron because yes. I just wanted yeah. to get quotes from this guy. Yeah. Because I know he's Stephen just, A. Smith is, is like that too. Don't like a video computer. that has don't like a video that has anything to do with Stephen A. Smith. You will mm. be flooded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> forever. Oh, so is there anything else besides they all start voting? Aiden being uh, left out in the oh, sheets. Oh yeah, yeah. I seen uh, Aiden. Goodness I gracious. Seen one, I seen one quote. That said how Wemby needs to get more wins in order to be rookie of the year because Chet's oh, got it yeah. wrapped up. That's the dumbest shit I've heard. I mean, if you look at Wemby's per 36 right now, he's mm -hmm. shitting on the league. Like, nice. just it's absolutely nice. shitting on the league. This guy's nice. averaging like 25, 14, in four like blocks minutes. a game in 20, like, in, like, that's just per 36. Like, it's, mm, yeah. it's dumb. It's stupid, man. For a first yeah. year guy to do that, to make that transition, it's crazy. And then you look at Chet, and Chet's like had a year of strength and conditioning under his belt, mm -hmm, year of mm -hmm. a nutritionist, being mm -hmm. in an NBA program. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's playing that well, but he's not even close to the Wemby level, man. Who do you got? Uh, so Chet's, you got, Chet's you got playing him. well. Yeah, Chet's playing really I, I well. I Wemby, Wemby all day, man. Yeah. Wemby's just fucking out, like, stratosphere, yeah. man. He's just, he's out there. He's floating around in space, waiting for yeah, people to come challenge yeah. him, man. Yeah, Wemby's talent is uh, far and beyond any of the rookies. But Chet's playing really, really well. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and, absolutely. But it's got the it's, it's the Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell kind of thing where it's like one guy got to hang in the league for a while, another guy's a real rookie, and then there's this beef. I always felt like Donovan Mitchell should have won that, mm -hmm. but but he gave it to Ben. Ben Simmons I mean, is the type of dude who goes to international clothiers <laughs> and steals a suit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> He's one of those guys. Like he is. Oh, I just man. can't. It's, what's even... the equivalent of the American international clothes? I know they have one. Burlington um, Coat Factory. That's it. Burlington <laughs> Coat Factory. For y'all don't know about 
Yeah, and yeah, that's what that's what he's talking about, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's that type of dude, Gerard Square, just sneaking a suit out. You know, get out of here, Square. Get out of here. This guy got nerve damage. He's got nerves still sticking around. You know what I mean? Get out of here, this guy. But uh, yeah, I I agree with both of you. Like Wemby's ridiculous. He, yeah, I've never seen somebody make it look like it's ping pong. This talent is undeniable. undeniable. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. And I had a thought. Let me throw this at you. Let me pose this, this question before we, we wrap this up. But I was thinking of this. I think it was yesterday or, or this morning or something. But do you think that the San Antonio Spurs and Popovich, now seeing where it's at, was the right fit for his rookie year? Hmm. What do you think? Do you, or do you think it would have been better if he would have been somewhere in a bigger market? Uh, no. You know, what do you think? No, no I, I think it's the right fit. I think he's where he needs to be. I think Pop has had great success developing big guys, especially legendary Hall of Fame. Yeah, big guys. Tim we're Duncan, talking like yeah. top ten players of all time, man. Dave Robinson, Dave Robinson, Tim yeah, Duncan, yeah, yeah, like, and you're talking about Tony Parker, Ginobili, yeah. like Sean Elliott, like, you, the list goes on, man. Like, a I think he's, I, I think he's where he needs to be. The problem with San Antonio is because of the way they drafted and because of the way that roster is constructed, hmm. you know, you could fault Popovich for that for the past few years as well, too. Um, they do not have a supporting cast that's going to help this guy win now, which is fine. Yeah, It's just going to take a little bit more time, but this guy's doing all of this without a point guard, and this yeah. is ridiculous, man. If yeah. he gets a point guard and he gets a proper talent who's like, maybe just like a, you know, I don't know, decent amount decent player who can shoot the ball like Devin yeah. Vassell might be that guy but we don't know yet but no no I don't think so uh, you know I, I just I'm just saying he, if he gets a proper point guard and he gets another running mate with him mm-hmm. th- there's they're gonna win a championship in no time yeah. it's it's just destiny with that guy man yeah I was just thinking that but yeah I, I agree with you but I, w- I was just thinking that well ne- next up for the Raptors is is at in New York and it's our first game against OG since that trade is Saturday at 7 30 p.m. Uh, quickly, we got a couple minutes here. Uh, what do you boys want to see? Are you excited to see OG? What, 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 are you, what are you looking for in this game? Um, just, just want to see Bruce Brown strip him one time, man. That's all. <laughs> with, his, with his bullshit handles, just take it off him and go down the court for a, for a little layup, man. That's all. Uh, speaking of which, sorry, the Raptors are about to fall to the Chicago Bulls. It's 116 uh, to 110 with about 20 seconds left. Oh, so, so they blew it. Yeah, they were yes. up for a bit, man. They were up for yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, DeMar's return. Speaking of which, Vince Carter, DeMar, Elvin Williams, in the, one the picture. The, the, yeah. Oh, in the picture? They took a picture? They took a picture today, yeah. Okay, Vince okay. Carter, Elvin Williams, and DeMar DeRozan. Oh, and, I wanted to see uh, Vince. Um, Scotty, Scotty, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and DeRozan. That's what yeah, I wanted. Oh, to see. that would be a great pick. That's the picture I wanted. Yeah. What about you, Max? What, what do you want to see in uh, New York besides OG get stripped by Bruce Brown? <laughs> I want to see a win. God damn it! Like, yeah. <laughs> we gotta. I want. I'm not. I'm not into this. I I remember the Chris Bosh era, losing and losing and losing. I remember Jay Triano. Horrible, oh, horrible coach, and he was Canadian, so I was scared we weren't gonna fire him and shit. So it was just that was a rough, <laughs> rough time in in, in Raptors land. Rough, rough time, you know. But I they fired that the out dude. Of my memory, man. But they fired the dude, and we got the team better. And Sam Mitchell mm-hmm. came through, and then Dwayne Casey came through, and then we all know what happened after that. And it was a beautiful thing. So, 
but I don't want to go that low to get back up again. You know what I'm saying? Well, I so. think that's what Masai said today. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to go that long because that was a long, long road. Bro, bro. Yeah, that was dark, it, man. It was dark. It was so dark. It was so <laughs> Anthony, what was his name? Anthony Parker and... and oh, uh, Remember we had Jalen Rose and we had uh, we had skipped to my Lou and we had oh, a lot of a lot of stuff, man. But that specific Chris Bosch soft ass team, they were so soft. It was ridiculous <laughs> how soft Barnani, Anthony Parker, uh, Jose Calderon, oh man, it's just, it was so soft. It was like these guys like what could and that was all Colangelo. Colangelo was soft yeah, too. It was, was like what is happening? Do the, you were trying to do oh. the European style team finesse, oh, you know? Yeah, wow. Anyways, glad to yeah, we're not going there again. Masai won't <laughs> let that happen. On that note, boys, that was fun. And uh yeah, so we'll see what happens next and we'll be here to chat as usual. Have yourselves a good night, boys. You too, guys. All right. And that was another episode of the Sportsitos Toronto Raptor Podcast. And if you want to hit that little heart, that means like. And when you hit like, that pushes the LeBron algorithm, like I said earlier. And it pushes the Sportsitos Toronto Raptor Podcast against the rest of those bum-ass Raptor Podcasts. Not naming any names. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs>